0: The Direction Daily Gold Miners Index Bull and Bear 3X Shares ETFs trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X Bull and DUST for the 3X Bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Gold Miners Index for a single day. The Gold Miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose The Direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com. Index holdings are
1: subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor foresight fund services. If you enjoy heavyweight bouts, well, you're in for a treat. Today's ETF battle is a triple header between two index-based heavyweights going up against an actively managed heavyweight. It's the Spider S&P 500 ETF, SPY, going up against the Invesco NASDAQ 100 ETF, that's QQQ, going up against the ARK Innovation ETF, ARKK. So who wins the battle? Find out right after this. Welcome to ETF Battles, I'm Ron DeLegge. You know, you told us you wanted to see the SPY versus QQQ battle on a regular basis. And like other classic matchups, you know, this is one that never gets old. This is like the Yankees versus the Red Sox. It's like King Tut versus King Solomon. It's like Miss Pac-Man versus regular Pac-Man. Should I continue? It never gets old. And besides that, I'm in favor of any ETF battle, that features colliding Goliaths under any circumstances for any excuse, for any reason, whenever possible. And upping the stakes is one of our hobbies. And we've done that on today's program. We've added some gasoline to the fire by making it a triple header, throwing in RK into the mix. Now, combined, these three ETFs in today's contest control almost $600 billion. Yes, these are true heavyweights, folks. So we're gonna get into that in a second. Now besides watching ETF battles, you can also listen to the show. It's available on all major podcast platforms like iTunes, Spotify and Amazon Music. Also, if you'd like to see a certain ETF battle, uh, send me your ETF tickers in the comment section below or on our Twitter feed at ETF Guide. Finally, the outcome for every ETF battles, just so you know, is completely unknown to myself, along with our judges. Helping us to judge today's matchup is Dave Crensis at ETF Portfolio Management and John Davey at Astoria Portfolio Advisors. Judges, great to see you.
2: Good to be here again, Ron. Hey, guys. Nice to see you. And congrats to both of you on new family additions. John has a new baby and Ron has a new show. Well, thank you so much. Very, very excited about
1: that. And uh The first the first look ETF, by the way, is the the other news show that uh, you'll see here on ETF Guide TV. So thank you again, Dave. So our four battle categories for today's contest are cost, exposure, strategy, performance. And then we have the mystery battle category where our judges can pick that one factor or several factors that they feel are material to support their analysis. My scorecard is ready, so we're going to get this battle going. We're going to start with cost. And John, you're up.
3: Sure. So, spy wins. It's nine basis points uh, versus QQQ, which is 20 versus RK, which is 75. Just keep in mind that those are very, very different. You know, RK is, is actively managed. Um, QQQ is passive, and so is S&P 500. But you're going to get a lot different exposure, which we'll get into in the next battle category. But spy wins that battle.
1: That's a good start. Thank you, John. Dave, you're up. Who wins the battle on cost?
2: Well, on cost, the passively diversified S&P 500 is the lowest. But the NASDAQ 100 is the next generation S&P. So on a value-adjusted basis, I give the cost win to QQQ.
1: Okay, Thank you, Dave. Next up is exposure strategy. Dave, you're still up. So who wins on exposure strategy?
2: For exposure and strategy, we have the top diversified aggressive growth indexes against a discretionary discretionary technology-heavy stock portfolio. That means it's the world's two leading core equity portfolio management machines versus a subjective human genius. And since automation is a critical market trend shifting labor from people to machines, I give the exposure win to the far more efficient and diversified Nasdaq 100.
1: Thank you Dave. I got you down for QQQ on exposure strategy. John, how do you see it?
3: I think spy wins because, you know, over time it's it's, you know, proven you know when you see these like stocks sort of long run the back test of like the last hundred years you know you see u.s large cap index in there you don't necessarily see like tech uh, or growth which is qqq or an actively managed growth fund which is rk so i think just you know people watching the show you know it's probably better for them to buy and hold spy as opposed to like you know, RK or QQQ, which I think is more of like a tilt in a portfolio or more of a holding period for a couple of years. Whereas, you know, when anything you read from John Bogle, you're basically taught to buy and hold SPY. So with SPY, you're going to get 500 stocks, U.S. large cap index. You've got your growth, you've got value, you've got defensive. It's a well-hedged index. You've got a lot of different exposures to higher quality uh, I don't think you can get wrong at nine basis points and, and hold it forever, which I don't know if you can kind of buy and hold some of these other ones you know, forever. Uh, sure, in the last couple of years, it looks great, but over time, there's bubbles that formulate in growth, like in 2000 when the NASDAQ index fell 80%. You've never really experienced that sort of drawdown in the SP 500. So I give it to SPY as a category winner.
1: Thank you, John. I got you down for SPY on exposure strategy. Next up is performance. <laughs> And uh, John, give us your take on performance. Who stands out in terms of performance between these two ETFs?
3: You know, on a one, three, five-year basis, ARC wins, RK wins. So kudos to Kathy Woods, actively managed, very high conviction. If you're going to go with active management, you're going to want a Kathy Woods that takes very high conviction bets in a portfolio. Um, you know, QQQ is, you know, it's, it's very close in terms of her returns. And the S&P of is is, you know, considerably lower. Year-to-day, what's interesting is that S&P is up 19%. QQQ is up 17%. RK is down 3%. So, you know, this is a year where high-quality, more diversified, you know, kind of indices are doing better. So overall, though, for the better category winner on a one, three, five-year basis, I give it to RK.
1: Thank you, John, for that excellent analysis. We shift next to Dave Give us your take in terms of performance, though. Which of these ETFs stands out?
2: Well, the performance is very impressive. Over the past six years, RK is still well ahead of the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ 100. Kathy and company have earned their great success. However, RK is less diversified and higher risk than these core indexes. And the data favors leveraged ETFs and cryptocurrencies. The NASDAQ 100 three times, which we call the American Dream ETF, it delivered two and a half times RK, and the crypto trusts for Bitcoin and Ethereum have done even better. Now, for diversified core equity performance, the S&P has been the best lately. The S&P 500 three times, symbol SPXL, is up 58% this year. But for long-term investors on a risk-adjusted basis, I call the performance a split decision between RK and QQQ. And we know Ron loves <laughs> hey, split
1: decisions. I, split decisions. I just call him as I see him, buddy. So so don't uh, don't accuse me of liking anything. I try to stay as neutral as possible. Now we move to the mystery battle category. This is the one category that's one of my, well, all of them are my favorite, but I like this one because we get to really see the analytical prowess of our judges. And so, Dave, what is your mystery
2: battle category and who wins it? Ron, it's no mystery. Portfolio management. Portfolio management is all about position weighting. For core equity, we believe advancements in machine learning over the next decade will strongly favor efficiently diversified tech exposure. So I give the position weighting to QQQ. And for satellite tech exposure, we strongly favor the Ethereum Trust. And ETFPM has long positions in both. Okay, very good. So I got you down for QQQ. On your mystery.
1: Thank you very much, Dave. Now we shift to John. What is your mystery battle category and who wins it?
3: You know, one of the things we do at Astoria Advisors is, you know, when we build portfolios for other financial advisors, we're focused on not only just return, but also risk, you know, in the portfolio. So, what is the return generated per unit of risk? So, the term that we use in in the buy side is Sharp Ratio, uh, which is the return per unit of risk. So I see, you know, basically QQQ has like a 1.5 sharp ratio over the last five years. S&P is about 1. RK is about 1.2. So QQQ has generated a high return per unit of risk. Um, and that's important, right? Because you can have an ETF that goes up, you know, 50, 75, 100%. And there are ones that do these leverage and inverse ETFs that you know, David has talked about. But, you know, you're taking on more risk, right? So that increases your portfolio risk. So, you know, for all intents and purposes, RK has done a phenomenal job generating those big returns that I highlighted before. Uh, but on a risk adjusted basis, QQQ has done a better job. Um, you know, I think like RK is, is an interesting product. I really admire what she's done. Uh, you just have to make sure it's sized appropriately in the portfolio, but I give the edge to, uh, QQQ in this battle category when of, of risk per, uh, of
1: return per unit of risk. Very good. That's your mystery battle category, John. That's QQQ. Thank you very much. Now we shift to your part of the show where a judge can pick their overall battle winner. And uh, this is a real tough matchup. My scorecard looks pretty evenly spread out. So, John, give it to us. Who's your overall battle winner? And by the way, you can nominate a wild card. You can also opt for a split decision. It's completely up to you.
3: I think... For me, my advice to kind of people that are casually looking to invest, you know, in the market and and to participate on the upside while hanging in there for the downside, I really would prefer them to buy Spy because I think you can sleep well at night, you can buy and hold it, do what John Bogle has said, buy and hold forever, Warren Buffett, buy and hold forever. I think there's periods, you know, over time, like in the late 90s, 2000, when QQQ fell 80%. I don't know too many people that can experience an 80% drawdown and stay in it. Um, and, you know, RK hasn't had that sort of uh, experience yet, but it's also relatively newer ETF. It's been around, you know, less than 10 years. So, you know, I've had different battle categories, uh, battle category winners drop, you know, the, these different categories. But I think the right thing for people to do is to kind of buy and hold and and. I think spy for what you get in terms of cost, risk,
1: return, diversification. That, that's probably the better thing for people to do that are watching this show. Thank you very much, John. Dave, your final opportunity to
2: weigh in on your overall battle winner. So, Ron, to recap this hot equity mega battle, ARC is legendary, but leveraged ETFs and crypto are the future of investing, in my opinion. TQQQ is still the American dream ETF, and in its absence, on a risk-adjusted basis, I give the win to QQQ. And for aggressive, non-core tech exposure, I give the win to the Ethereum Trust ETH. And see our latest news item at ETFPM.com, explaining that Ethereum is on track to be the world's fastest asset to reach a $1 trillion market cap.
1: Well, thank you, judges, for weighing in, and I, I've got a report on my battle scorecard. This is going to be a split decision, and uh, each of you making your case. We had uh, John agreeing with Dave in terms of the mystery battle category with QQQ, better adjusted risk returns, but the overall winner, John chose SPY, liking it for its just all around broader diversification, broader sector representation, And um, just felt that that's a better choice for uh, most investors. And Dave, making a strong argument for the whole QQQ story and technology, as well as his wild card, TQQQ, and uh, overall judges, uh, a solid job. Also, uh, Dave throwing out some incredible performance numbers. So we appreciate your analysis. And I think at the very least, we've given uh, you, the audience, a starting point. Uh, to do some more research on these ETFs. They're pretty well-traveled and well-followed, so you can just add today's episode further to your research. Thanks again, Dave and John, for an excellent job.
3: Great
2: to be here. Thanks, guys. Great to see you.
1: Well, that does it for today's episode of ETF Battles. Which battle or contest would you like to see in the next episode? Be sure to post your ticker symbols in the comment section below. You can also hit us up on Twitter, at ETF guide is our feed be sure to hashtag ETF battles i'm ron delegi with ETF guide tv thanks for watching we'll see you next time
0: the direction daily gold miners index bull and bear 3x shares etfs trade under the ticker NUGT for the 3X bull and DUST for the 3X bear. These leveraged ETFs seek a return that is 300% of the performance of the NYSE ARCA Goldminers Index for a single day. The gold miners Index holdings include names such as Barrick Gold, Newmont Mining, Franco-Nevada, and Newcrest Mining, with index country weightings including Canada, Australia, United States, and South Africa. These are highly leveraged ETFs with daily resetting designed for short-term trading, not long-term investing. To magnify your short-term perspective, whether you're a bull or a bear on gold miners, you choose The Direction. For up-to-date pricing and performance, go to Direction.com.
2: Index holdings are subject to change. Investing in the funds involves significant risk and should only be utilized by
1: investors who understand the impact of leverage and actively monitor their portfolio. They are not designed to track the underlying index for more than a day before investing. Carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and
2: expenses contained in the prospectus available at Direction.com. Read carefully. Distributor Foresight Fund Services.